It's time to redefine and align to the badass leader and mother you really are. I'm your host, Nicole Weston. I have been coaching moms for the last decade on aligning to what they truly desire so they can be present with their family, create the most successful business, all while having it all. We're gonna be talking to moms all around the world who are diving into what does it mean to take care of myself? What does it mean to redefine motherhood so I can live it on my terms, so I can have it all? It's time to rise, and here's the thing, we can't do it alone. Join us as we have some of the most important conversations about how moms are taking their pain and turning it into their purpose. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode on Redefine and Align. I'm your host, Nicole Weston, and I am a energetic, intuitive business mentor and coach, helping you to align motherhood and business so you can show up, make the impact, the income, and have the presence that you truly desire. This week is going to be all about why this matters to me and probably diving into why it matters to you. If you're new here, I have been in the world of entrepreneurship for seven years and I am a mom to a three-year-old little one and the last three years have really been an wholeness and integration of everything I ever knew <laughs> and merging it into the unknown world of motherhood and really rising and aligning to creating and designing a life that I truly, truly love. Whether that is in my business, in my relationship with myself or with my partner, this journey has all been about becoming. Becoming, you know, the woman that I am becoming, <laughs> becoming the woman that I desire to be. And really diving into who am I? Who was I? And who do I want to be? And in the world of self-awareness and self-development, in the world of motherhood, I feel like if you're anything like me, and you value evolving and growing, then you ask yourself questions often about how to slow life down, how to make time last even longer, how to make your bank account grow, how to make the most of what little time we do have here on this precious earth. These are questions I asked myself and it all led me to becoming a mother. It all led me back to realizing that the way that I was living my life, uh, nine months postpartum with our daughter, Though the mindset, the transformation that motherhood really puts you in, that in order for me to show up and continue on in a, in a career and in a business that I absolutely love, that I am so, so aligned with, it was truly calling me forward in a way where I look at it going now, going, it had to shake me up. It had to truly break down everything I knew in order to create, you know, even more greatness. 
And the, the truth is, or even the reality for me was like, I know that I'm not the only one that's experiencing this. I know that this integration of motherhood and business entrepreneurship, I know I'm not the only one. And what I had known to that point was that you either show up in business and you be a business leader, you talk all about business. And in the other circles, you talk about motherhood. And in those circles, it's just motherhood. You don't talk business, blah, blah, blah. And I remember feeling so separated and so pulled. It's like, well, for me, motherhood and who I was in business were actually really meaningful. You know, um, me being a mom and being present in my day to day was like absolutely one of my highest values. And yet my mindset around business, there was, it was very limited. So in today's show, I really want to dive into like why I do the work, why I create programs for women um, and mothers in business. And I want to share with you just kind of like why, (laughs) because if you're tuning in, then that means that you and I have something in common. That means that you are searching or curious about how to lighten the load. You know, we all carry this invisible labor of motherhood. And I just believe that there's, there's another way. I believe that we get to redefine it. And I believe that we weren't really set up as women and mothers to do it in a way that had that whole body integration, mind, body, soul, you know, everything just feels really siloed. So that's what I want to dive into today. So grab your coffee, grab your notebook, you know, put your phone on do not disturb, (laughs) join me and let's dive into just this kind of story. I, I feel really called to talk about why. So if you're new here, you know, the last six months for me have been an absolute whirlwind. So just as a, I'll say a trigger warning, my mom tragically died on May 3rd. Um, Suddenly, I will also say, you know, didn't see it coming, weren't prepared for it. And, And it's a loss, you know, a significant loss, right? So a few days before that, I was gearing up to launch the second round of my group program, signature program called Becoming. It is a program that is suited for 10 women only. And we were, we were, I was just in my first round with incredible women and um, we were getting ready to launch the, the, the second round in May. And um, just on a high, like I just remember being so aligned and so excited and so, oh my goodness. So ready, so ready to, to take women through this program, which I can talk about later. So I remember going to the bank and paying my taxes um, and feeling so empowered and so just like safe and secure. Excited and empowered and like, holy shit, 2020 with all of its challenges and disruptions of what we know to be a normal, quote, life. 2020 was my best year in life, was my best year in business, was my best year in myself. And like, I want to preface that, you know, we all need to make money, right? 
And yes, I had an incredible year in business. And what was more important to me was like I was more present with myself, with my family, and made the most in my business that I ever had. And I want to break down why I believe that that happened, how I know that it happened, and why I'm leading women through that method on a regular basis. Because if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. And as one of, you know, the, one of the beautiful mentors in the industry says, for me, for you, for us. And so it's like the journey to getting there, though, was kind of like this unbecoming of everything I thought I was and how I thought everything should be and, and really breaking down what it needed to be. And so I remember when my daughter turned one, I had one of the most highest earnings in my business. Um, we had been sleeping <laughs> fully and completely for 10, 11, for three months by the time she was 12 months old. And it was specifically at the nine month mark when we, we started to ask for help. We, we got a uh, sleep educator, I call, because there's so many thoughts and beliefs about what sleep training is. And what I find in the world of motherhood and social media is there's like this, the right way, the wrong way. There's the extreme and the non-extreme. And there's just so many like polar opposites and that was fucking me up like the first nine months was it was just fucking me up I am a like a total like attached parent I I studied attachment theory I have a social work degree every elective course I could have taken was in childhood development and so I am versed in the importance of attachment theory and bonding and what they forget to tell you <laughs> while you're learning all of this is like sleep deprivation is a real, real thing. You know, sleep is one of the most essential self-care habits um, that we as humans need. Yeah, so in those first nine months, not really recognizing much. And then we hired a sleep educator. And I needed to learn about sleep. I needed to know what sleep looked like for littles because number one nobody told me it was just like put the baby down and she will sleep well she wasn't <laughs> so then what's wrong with me you know and then it was like in order to run a business I needed to sleep and in order to sleep I needed to have the baby baby you know sleep um she was also exclusively breastfed which I had no idea about the incredible beautiful experience that it would be and also incredibly difficult how restrictive it was like I had worked in the world of motherhood for five years in my career and you know it was always pushed in like you know all these theories around breastfeeding and around you know whatever and I just remember thinking okay cool in my journey, though, it's what worked effortlessly, if you can even say that. But in that moment, I was just thinking about the next feed, the next feed, the next feed. I wasn't thinking long term. I, I had no concept of what this would all look like. Um, and, I, and I believe that's kind of like a trauma response for myself. 
kind of just like doing exactly what was necessary in that moment, not thinking long term. And then the less and less sleep that I got, the, the harder it was for me to even think long term or make any planning decisions. And I would just remember going, how, number one, how are women doing this all of the time? And number two, like, this feels like a massive deal to me. <laughs> and yet I feel like nobody's fucking talking about it. And then that was making me feel so ashamed because I was like, well, I should probably get my shit figured out and I should get it together because like this little one needs me and my partner and I, you know, we need each other and I have a business that I absolutely love. And so it was like, it just didn't make sense. And it all came down to sleep. And I had tried a lot of different things, but when you are the only one that is responsible for feeding her and you don't know much about sleep, there was a lot. Anyways, when we hired that sleep educator and I started to learn about sleep and read the signs of sleepy cues and understand, you know, wake windows and timing and feeding upon waking. Um, oh my goodness. Everything. I felt so empowered. That's the word. It's, I felt empowered. It was like, I understood the framework. I then could uh, see the boundaries, I could utilize the tips, and then I could choose for myself. So I had like this informed consent. I was empowered, I had choice, and if one day I wanted to have a wake window of, you know, three hours and the next day it was four, I had a framework. And this is what was so empowering for me. And so, you know, after three months of sleeping, I started to get back into the business in terms of taking on clients and, and moving into that world. And so that was 2019. I hired a coach. One of the biggest investments I had done since my initial training, which took us to February 2020. And then as we all know, everything shifted in March 2020. And there was this vibration of we didn't know what to expect and also the bit, the business is going and what's most important. So it was almost like there was three things only to think about. And from that point on, it just kept growing and growing and growing. Everything was getting expanded. I was playing more. I was in nature more. I spent more time with my family and my daughter than I did within the business. And yet the business grew exponentially right? And for me, that was everything. Looking back on it, that doesn't mean that there wasn't like these moments of absolute breakdown and going, holy fuck, what are we going to do? There was the breakdown. There was the fear. There was the, I have no clue how this is all going to come out, but there was this absolute trust and surrender. And if I even may say faith, which is not typical, like a word that I typically use, but there was just this sense of security that everything was going to be okay. And that was the energy. And it was like, well, let's just do less. And let's just focus on what needs to be done. And when you start operating a business and motherhood from that place, it really begins to feel expansive. So why does this work matter to me? Because I believe that when we lead from our natural state, from our innate body's wisdom, we can hear 
we can tap into what is true for ourselves. You know, when I started to sleep, it was because I hired support. Um, because there, there's one thing I didn't know anything about was raising a little babe, you know. And I, I am the type of woman, woman who thrives with mentorship, who thrives with a framework, who thrives in coaching. Like I understand the value of coaching. I invest in coaching. I work with clients who invest in coaching. And it's like there's, there's not a need but a desire. So let's just say it. the sleep educator was a need. And it was something that just really put more tools in my tool belt. I did a session, a few sessions, and I remember doing the work um, and looking in the mirror. And the coach says to me, you know, I accept you for, I love and accept you for who you were, for who you are, and for who you are becoming. Yeah. So that word it was almost like that word just lit up. It was the it was the only thing I could see. I it took my breath away in a very beautiful way and I just like collapsed on the floor and started bawling my eyes out. I felt so free from the voice inside my head that said I had to have it all figured out that everything that I was doing as a mother and as a business owner, I had to have it all figured out. In my motherhood journey, I was supposed to come back to work at the three-month mark. My, you know, savings, my plans, my budget was all set at the three-month mark. And when the three-month mark came, you know, we had a C-section and recovery is a lot longer than they tell you it. Like, oh yeah, you'll be ready at six weeks. I'm sorry, that's a lie. I was not. So recovery took a lot longer. I wasn't sleeping. So it's like I underestimated the impact that it would have on my body, on my brain, on my, on myself, and really underestimated everything. And so, you know, 2018, 2019, kind of being six months in 2018 on uh, maternity leave, and then uh, six months yeah, in 2019 on maternity leave. And then the, the month that she turned one, I had a five-figure a five figure month going, something had shifted, something had changed. And it was that surrendering into, I am meant to do business on my terms. And that meant reevaluating my priorities and my values and not, here's the key, not being in shame or resentment or anything less than in my absolute power about it, right? And I think that that's what happens is we think it's supposed to go a certain way and when it doesn't, then the shame creeps in or the guilt creeps in and all these feelings come up and it's like, well, you, it shouldn't be this easy or you should be doing it this way. And, you know, my motherhood story and yours are going to be completely different. But if there's one thing I know is that we carry beliefs from the generations before us. We, we've learned how to do motherhood through our mothers, our fathers, um, and their parents, and, and the society that we're in, the collective energy. And so we have this expectation of what it should all look like and feel like. And when it's not happening that way, 
that's when we hit that tension. And, you know, so my story was like, what am I doing wrong? You know, what's wrong with me? I should be able to figure this out. And without asking for help, without investing in the resources, you know, I did a coaching program for the business. I did a coaching program for myself. I hired an educator. I created the team that we needed as a family and I did it in the energy of honor, in the energy of my power, not in the energy of shame. And this is what propels me into the work is that breaking down the stigma that exists in accessing help and resources, breaking down what it means to ask for help. I get so emotional because I I believe that this is something that so many of us learned with no fault. Like it's nobody's fault. It's it's literally evolution and what we've had the opportunity to focus on and to survive and to grow. And I and I really hope that this generation or this century, <laughs> this decade that we can come together as a collective and really start shifting how we access help and resources because we were never meant to do this alone. Never. And the fact that there's so much restriction or rigidity on asking for help, it gives me the fuel and um, passion to just break it all down, you know? And so I have had my journey of what it means to ask for help. I've had my journey. I, I'm, I'm still on it. There's so many different areas of our life, you know, you may look at me or hear me and think, wow, that girl has no problem asking for help. But I have, I have really practiced the muscle where it comes to asking for help. I have practiced the muscle of receiving help. A lot of that came in my relationship with my partner. Then I became a mother and I've been exercising that muscle. And there are many areas in my life where I am still exercising the muscle. And that comes with the awareness that uh, watching my mother, watching my father, not really knowing how to ask for help or ever. And what it meant to receive help. And so this is where I believe we have so much opportunity to, as a collective, come together and break down the feelings that that prevent us from asking and receiving. And I believe that these are skills that we can learn, just like sitting on a bike and learning how to ride a bike, just like sitting in a car and learning how to drive These are skills that we can learn, except they aren't out there in the same way. The framework is different. And so, coming back (laughs) to the word becoming, becoming is the permission to be learning every day in every way. Becoming is the permission that every day in every way I am getting better and better. Every day in every way, I am a human and I love and accept myself for who I am now and for who I am becoming. It is like, I don't know, this hope. It is the essence of getting to know myself and allowing that to be the journey versus like, I'm going to 
I'm going to become a mom. And then at the three months, I'm going to figure it all out. And then I'm going to go into business and I'm going to do this. And then when I have my business, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to have a second kid. And it's like all these things, <laughs> which dreams and goals and visions. Yes, yes, I'm all in for with the mindset and the framework of compassion and the tools of compassion, the tools of surrender, the tools that when we embody that divine leadership within ourselves, that we are navigating our life with love, with compassion, with fierceness, you know? So moving away from that masculine way of do, 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 and then I can more so going, what is it that I want? What do I desire? And what beliefs and strategies and habits do I need to let go of so that I can design the life that I want to live? And this idea that we can have it like now, like you already have everything you need now. You do. In my world, in my programs, in my coaching, it's the opportunity to release, break free of, and absolutely become aware of the beliefs that are preventing us from, from seeing that. You see, I'm not going to give you or teach you anything you don't actually know. You do know this. But somewhere along the line, life happened. And being who you were born to be didn't feel safe to do anymore. And so we had to create different habits or strategies or put on a mask or dim our light. And here's where I think that my work is so different is that you did that because your body knew that that was the best thing for you. So there is no opportunity to invite in shame. But that's what happens. In the work of Brené Brown and her shame research, shame is the idea that I am bad. Whereas guilt is my behavior wasn't the best. But I think over time, shame and guilt, the meanings got switched. The motherhood guilt is so heavy. And I think that there actually is so much beauty and power in guilt. It's actually such an empowering feeling when you break down what it means. When you ask yourself, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so guilty. But if you were to ask yourself, like, what are you feeling guilty about? Are you feeling guilty because you are doing it differently than what everyone expected you to? So is it really guilt? Or is it your power? your fire, what makes you uniquely you, to stand in what you believe in and, and, and action it. And did society teach us that it wasn't okay to do that? It wasn't okay to be a leader. It wasn't okay to be a trailblazer. And so how do we work together to break down these beliefs and start designing life on our terms? And so this brings me into the, the program, the group mastermind becoming. We finished this program up just in, uh, we're in October, so September. 
Some of the biggest takeaways for the women inside of this group were believing that it is now possible to choose to do things on their terms and on their path, that their path was uniquely for them and that everything that they desired or thought about or wanted, they wanted it because it was meant for them and not for everybody else, right? So when we start to collaborate within a group program, when we start to see that other moms and entrepreneurs feel the same way, we start to go, oh my gosh, this is what's unique for me. And me wanting my kids uh, doing X, Y, and Z so that I can be in my business feels really good. This is one of the biggest takeaways from the program from a community standpoint. I I designed this program because number one, in being in the coaching industry for seven plus years and as a social worker for almost 10, 2011, no, 2009. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) So 10 plus years being in the industry of, of this, recognizing that self-development is so fucking powerful, self-awareness, leadership tools. I'm all in. The challenge I have with these tools is that there's no room for you to be a human and that can fuck us up. And so I specialize in merging and integrating both so that you can show up as a divine leader in your family, in your business, and in your life so that you can love yourself deeply while on your journey of becoming. Because it's not a matter of I will only love myself when. It is like loving yourself now on your journey of becoming. Not when you get the X amount of dollars, not when you have the, the, the house and the kids and all the things, loving yourself now. But we weren't taught that. We don't have the framework for that. And if we do, um, maybe it's time for it to evolve. My work stems from recognizing that everything you have done up until this point, the things you thought, the things you felt, the things you experienced happened to support you. Like you did the absolute best you could with everything that you had. And if you are a leader and you are loving your business and you want more presence with your family and you, you know the power of coaching and you know the power of a mentorship container, then becoming is probably something you're going to want to look into. Becoming is life changing. It is truly a transformational experience where we start with getting really clear on what is your vision? Not what it should be, not what everybody is telling you it needs to be, not what the collective masculine way of doing life is. But if you're an entrepreneur and a business owner, that tells me that you see things differently, that you want to be your own boss, that you want to make your own, design your own life, that you have a passion that is burning inside of you. And you've probably, you know, the majority of the women that are in this program have been in their business for multiple years um, and have seen success, that they have their family and where they're at now is they want to find that harmony. 
they want that community where they're not the only one doing motherhood and entrepreneurship, right? Because how often and how lonely can it feel when you're the only one who's the entrepreneur? It, I know for me, the voices inside of my head can really get to me, like really can break me down. And when, you know, I will say the most long, like most important piece of my work that I've done for myself is I have always surrounded myself with community. And so I designed becoming to number one, have community. Number two, to allow for life to happen and integration to happen because the clients who are seeing the most tremendous success are the clients who allow for the embodiment, right? It's not this like, join my six week program and, and change your life forever. Now let's, let me just be honest. I offer sessions where you are going to absolutely feel transformation. It's the, I want to grow more and I want to grow with you in my corner kind of feeling. It's like, I love what you do. I love who you are. And I want you in my corner as I grow my business. And as I grow my family, I want to expand time and, and I want you to help me there right? So that's that embodiment piece. Six months is the minimum. And then there's opportunities for that to go on a bit longer. So we're going to get really clear on what is your vision and, you know, why is it your vision? And then we're going to really look at what happens in the in-between space. We in self-development and in coaching focus so much on growing and goals and just to shift your mindset. And it's all about the law of attraction. And yes, 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 I'm all in for it. And hello, motherhood is hard. Being a human is hard. There's a whole human emotional experience that is happening. And I don't want to bypass it. But we bypass it because we don't have the framework or the tools to navigate it. And that's what this is about. In that module, we are going to talk about how to hold space for both to coexist. All life is dualities, but we've been trained to have kind of like an all or nothing thinking. I'm either always happy or I'm always sad. I'm always, always making money or I'm not always making money. I am always in my family and I can't be in my business. You know, there's these like either or all or nothing. So this is where we start to break down living in that in-between space holding our desires while being human. Like this is it. This is what makes it an incredibly different and unique space. That's what becoming is. The next module is really built in the rebirth. So not only are we talking about how to clear your mindset, how to really focus on what it is that you desire. We're creating those habits and those strategies. I am teaching you the most mat, like the most powerful ways of thinking and communicating and taking care of yourself. And what is different than most programs out there is we are actually going to be doing the emotional therapeutic interventions, which happen at a cellular release. So we're not just going to talk about how to have a good mindset. We're actually going to do the work to release the root. Uh, release the issue at the root. And that's why my work is so powerful. Trained in quantum time release, where we are going to release those emotions that have a lot of beliefs attached to them. And when we release them, 
you will have complete lightness on you. You will have a different perspective, clarity and confidence, and that's going to invite in such a different vibration. So we are resolving it at the root and complementing it with giving you the strategies and you continue to take action while being a mom in business. The next module is really about continuing on embodiment of that inner alignment, focusing on that new paradigm of motherhood and business, focusing on, I'll say the integration of being a mom, integration of being human and spirit, and really being empowered in who you are and how you show up. The next module is really about the manifestation code. So how to lock everything that we've learned in with new beliefs of what it means to earn money, what it means to continuously grow while doing less and using all of the framework of law of attraction and manifestation. We know that law of attraction works on the frequency and the emotions that we're bringing. And yes, I believe that if you focus on what you want and you put it out there, fucking magic is going to happen. We're just going to take it to the next level. We're working at the quantum sphere. Like that's the universe that we're working in is the quantum mechanics and quantum physics of your energy. And it's a big deal. And it happens effortlessly. We're going to really shift and create new beliefs about what it means to earn money as a mother. That you don't actually have to do it the same way that a man or a dad would do it, that you actually are designed to do it on your way, on your terms. And that often requires tracking your cycle, aligning it with the moon, and being really fucking clear about what your body needs. I think we have had a generation... No, we have over time, been taught to disconnect from our bodies and becoming is that coming back to yourself. What is your body communicating? Are you listening, implementing those strategies and those skills and giving yourself the space for life to happen? So this is becoming. This is what I am absolutely obsessed about and excited about. The doors, uh, I'll say the waitlist is open. The waitlist is a beautiful way for us to um, send out all the details to you who are ready. So the to join the waitlist, it's free. The link is in the show notes. Once the details are ready to go, you'll be the first to receive all the details for what the program is all about, when it's going to happen, uh, what it looks like on a month, month to month, week to week basis you know, high level of that. It's going to be three calls a month with one week of integration. All the calls are going to be group. You'll also have access to the group um, in a private Voxer app. And our community of, uh, we'll call them alumni becoming members, are still in that group today. And just the love that is flowing and the support that is that is in there is just incredibly powerful. And then you'll also have... Uh, I believe it's two one-on-one sessions with myself as well as a group session. So we're doing quantum work. We're doing big ass work and it's going to require time, money, and energy. And if you are the woman who knows the value of coaching, knows the value of investing in yourself, and you are looking for that community and that one-on-one support, becoming is that I'll say one-stop shop for it all, right? 
so when you join the waitlist, you'll get uh, the first, you'll get the information first, and we're gonna be also offering exclusive bonuses to people who are on the waitlist who who decide to enroll in becoming. The program is going to launch January 2022, and you will have access to get into there before we start live in January. You'll have an opportunity to do some coursework and just kind of get in there and get in the vibe. So I'm really excited about that. There's going to be more details coming out soon. But yes, if you're interested and you have questions, send me a DM or join the waitlist and you'll get all of the information. This has been, (laughs) I've completely lost track of time because I am just like so present with how important becoming is to me. I know what it did for me and I want to do that for you. As, as Melanie says, for, for me, for you, for us. There's something so powerful about doing this work and clearing that generational cycle for our children, right? So if you have questions, make sure you send me a DM. If you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, we do air a new one every Friday. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. And I can't wait to be back next week. Bye, love. Thank you so much for listening. I want to hear from you. What did you love about today's podcast? What are you feeling inspired to do differently? Find us on Facebook at Redefining Motherhood and tell us all about it. You can also follow along on Instagram at the Nicole Weston. Here's the thing. We were never meant to do this alone and it is time to redefine motherhood and live it on our terms. I believe we can have it all and I believe in order to do that, we've got to do it differently follow along and let us know. Be sure to subscribe. We drop a new episode every Wednesday.